left us. I can't fucking believe that. He left us. Now, I'm one man with cartoons. You are supposed to be one man with cartoons, Nathan. You get your ass back here. You get your orange-suited ass back here and give me more content for my podcast. <laughs> Gar Garfield eats his dead. Did you see that? I thought it was, I thought it was already died. I, I thought that, remember the, the land monster? I thought it was supposed to be bigger than Starbucks. Where the fuck is my Garfanchino? Yeah, when I talked, remember when we talked to him, when I went up to Canada to talk to him, he was like, we're going to have 2,000 Garfieldises in America <laughs> within five years. Now we don't even have one Garfieldise within Canada. I can't believe this. This is a tragedy. This is awful, Asterios. I'm so upset. Okay, well, listen. I, I thought Garfield Eats was dead. Oh, no, wait. Garfield Eats was alive in our grocer's freezer because even though the Garfield Eats store closed on Bloor, they were still selling Garfield Eats lasagnas at grocery stores. Yes. Well, the grocery stores that weren't bought off. Pe Penguin Pickup. <laughs> I don't know what Penguin Pickup is. I just remember that phrase. <laughs> Playing a role in this. Yeah, because we, we had that one listener that uh, that got it, put FedEx to him for like $40. Oh, yeah, and it showed up wet and stuff. <laughs> it showed up wet and it smelled. And he made his, like, nephew eat it. His nephew threw up. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, yeah, what happened? Talk to me. Okay, so Garfield eats. I we we that is a mystery. That's the million dollar question of this episode. Is what happened to Garfield eats? Now I have a few theories, but Nathan has ever so kindly put out a video uh, explaining the death of Garfield eats. Okay, and why he was forced to leave us and not feed us ever again. All right. Wow. Okay. Well, um, I, I see you sending this video here. Oh, the title. Garfield Eats Farewell Message by Nathan Masry, Part 1. Oh, yikes. Okay. Uh, should I play it? Absolutely. Cats are not the only ones with nine lives. Nathan Masry has nine lives, too. And I'm not going to quit. Stop. Nathan has this weird thing where he's like, uh, you guys are haters. You hate me. You want me to quit. No, Nathan, I want you to keep making easy content for this show forever. I want you to keep licensing. Please don't quit. Please. Does he not understand how many YouTubers depend on Garfield Eats? Right. No one depends on it for food, but we all depend on it for survival. We depend on it for sweet, sweet content. Nathan, what the fuck? What am I going to bring into this show when I forgot I had to do it and I've been hungover all week and I need something to talk about? <laughs> fuck you. You get your ass back here. You license Kirby and you make uh, Kerbachinos. That actually sounds delicious. Marshmallow, cap marshmallow lattes. That yeah. sounds great. It did pour orange juice in it. No, what, what if we? What if they were good for once? What if he did something that was good? What would kind of Kirby restaurant be? It would be like a Kirby and his Kirby's favorite food, uh, asparagus or something. Yeah, oh, you mean his Kirby restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, his Kirby restaurant would be a nightclub. It would be like a nightclub and there would be burlesque there and they would serve like fried airport grade appetizers but he would be like no no these are farm to table yeah and it, the only song they would play would be that love me feed me love love me feed me no. right and kirby would not be there and they would not use any kirby music the font would be weird it wouldn't be the kirby font yeah no nathan no i don't in conclusion no nathan i don't want you to quit please don't quit 
or I'll have to quit this podcast. All right, well, let's say what he's saying. He's saying, Nathan Measure's got nine lives too, and I'm not going to quit, which is what you say immediately before you quit. Yeah. And I'm not going to quit. But this time, I have no choice. So you are going to quit. It's time to say farewell. Well, he's not quitting. He was forced out of the game. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, okay, okay. We're, we're only 27 seconds into this. He didn't quit. Like, somebody, if you get injured on Survivor and they're like, no, bud, you can't. You can't be here. Like, they, they don't consider you quitting, do you? They just, they're like, this is a medical necessity. Nathan was killed. I, I don't know. Let me keep watching this video because okay. I don't, right now, I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> It's time to say farewell, my Garfield fan vesters. It is official. I am leaving Garfield Eats. He's leaving it, Asterios. <laughs> he's resigning. His <laughs> okay, so he's, okay, I'm pausing again. Uh, he's leaving it, which means it will still be around? Of course, yeah, no. When you leave a company, the company doesn't just disappear. Oh, okay. Like, All right, so Garfield Eats will still be with us. When somebody retires and leaves the corporation, the corporation doesn't just go away. I, Garfield Eats will be with us is the implication he's leaving. Like, he's stepping down. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving it back to Garfield. He got, I got me too by Nermal. Also, fan vesters? Why is he calling us fan investors? I mean, uh, we, we didn't invest jack shit, but he tried to get fan investors. Do you remember that scam that he ran? What was it called? Where'd all that money go? Well, that's the, but the th there wasn't really th that much money there. Yeah, so listeners, like, he tried some kind of GoFundMe, but for business where you can invest. And I think he got like $100 from... What's his name? That guy that came on our show. Oh, Quentin? Yeah, from Quinton. Yeah, uh-huh. I think he did, a oh, man, but he feels silly now. No, I'm pretty sure Quinton invested $100 so he could make a video about it that he made significantly more money. <laughs> Again, the internet economy depends on you, Nathan. Nathan, come back. You are going to be killing so many people's YouTube careers. I've really been touched by the Garfield fans all over the world. What? People like Wyatt Duncan. <laughs> Quinton Reviews. <laughs> Billiam, Strange Aeons, Phantom. And? Are really That's fucking bullshit. We didn't get a shout out. That's fucking bullshit. I went to Canada for you! <laughs> Twice! Not only did we not get a shout out, which is the worst one, but uh, fucking my brother, my brother and me didn't even get a shout out. Well, I get it. Those SJW cucks have ruined video games, but we haven't. Right, we don't have blue hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give us our shout out, damn it. The joy that have brought them. It really excited me and gave me a purpose to live. We provided tons of content. <laughs> hours and hours of jokes. We have provided cases of lasagnas to the Parkdale Community Food Bank. <laughs> Don't the home haven't the homeless suffered enough? <laughs> yeah, no. Giant Garfield plush toys like the one you see in the back here. To Sick Kids Foundation. And then we sent the guy a bag of sand. <laughs> <Bag> of <laughs> we sent the guy a box of playground sand. It truly amazes me how Nathan cannot do a single thing correct. <laughs> like, <laughs> none of it. Like, think of any iteration of anything Nathan's done, and it has ended in failure. He can't even make a pizza. The simplest thing you can make tastes good. Yes. You know how much information there is out there on how to make a pizza not taste like crap. We're humanity. We figured out how to make a pizza. <laughs> and Viacom CBS for this amazing Christmas gift. Bang on. At the end of the day, I am proud 
of my footprint in the Garfield universe. Heck, I'm in a Garfield customized orange suit. Doesn't get better than that. Does it? <laughs> does it not? Sure doesn't. It sure doesn't. Absolutely not. And again, I respect Nickelodeon's decision. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna pause here. I respect Nickelodeon's decision. Right. So Nickelodeon pulled the license. I assume maybe that's a cover-up. I don't know. There is a new Garfield movie coming out at some point in the next coming years, so maybe they were sick of Nathan just shitting up the brand. I mean, if I were Nickelodeon, I would have pulled the license years ago. <laughs> you know, like the moment he started saying COVID-19 was, was like a Chinese gas, I would have been like, yeah, no, you're yeah, done. You you're really done with don't. the orange cat. Yeah, I'd be like, look, you also, you don't have a restaurant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you really need this license? We'll give you like a very small amount of money. Just sign this confidentiality document and never mention Garfield again. Oh, do you think he got bought out? That would be the worst ending to this series. No, I think if he got bought out, he wouldn't be allowed to talk about this. Oh, really? Yeah, because, you know, when you get bought out, you sign a confidentiality agreement. Like, you you can't even acknowledge the existence of a confidentiality agreement. That's how confidential it is. And so here's the question that I posed to Twitter yeah? the other day. And here's the million-dollar question. What actually did kill Garfield Eats? Was it Nickelodeon pulling the branding? Or was it Mr. Sub <laughs> pulling the funding? Oh, you know what? That's really interesting. Like, we know Nathan lies. He has a documented history of lying about shit. So um, not about think? us. We have we do have 500,000 downloads a week. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are literally bigger than Mark Maron. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, wait, you're making me think now. Because here's the thing. Like, Nickelodeon would give him some small amount of notice that they weren't renewing. You know? Like, they wouldn't just wait till the end of the year. But he would give Nickelodeon zero notice that he wasn't renewing. Yes, he would. It, it, he would just be like, yeah, I'm just not going to cut them the check. I'm just going to let the thing lapse. Yeah, like he did with his rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see his dad, Mr. Sub, who is a big sub with eyeglasses and he a beard. Is, I was imagining him with a pipe. Like he doesn't have <laughs> eyes, but he's a giant sub and he's got a beard and a pipe. And he's like, Nathan, it's time. <laughs> Yeah, he's like in an easy chair and he's like, Nathan, look, I'll give you money for Scooby-Doo or money for Garfield Eats. I can't continue to give Pick you money one. for both. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like a literal kid of the Toys R Us. Like, you only have one. And then Nathan's like, maybe Santa will bring me Garfield Eats? No, I don't think Santa's going to bring you the Garfield Eats license renewal, Nathan. I imagine my headcanon is Mr. Sub and Nathan being like so proud of his work. He's like, I'm launching uh, Scooby-Doo Eats. And then it's the same exact fucking food. And Mr. Sub is like, Nathan, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, it is. Don't forget, Scooby-Doo Eats it has the same lasagna. It does. It's the same exact food. So I wonder if Scooby-Doo Eats will die a, horrid, a horrible death, too. Or if this is just Garfield Eats. Or I don't know, what is Nathan going to do now? Get into uh, conservative commentary on cartoon books or something? Yo, wait, 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 wait. Hey, you've suggested the first ever profitable idea for Nathan Masary. If he says the SJWs canceled Garfield Eats with their stupid video, these Kotaku idiots from My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and this LGBT girl from Canada, they're the reason I failed. Yeah, the LGBT is the reason we failed. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows gay people don't eat pizza. <laughs> 
<laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, now we got the ball rolling. And it would fit perfectly with his existing narrative. Think about it. He's celibate. He is not a big fan of gay Superman. Uh, he hates the homeless. Remember how he complained about that homeless shelter down the street from the condom Mr. Sub bought him? He sees people kill themselves every day and it hasn't affected him. Every day? <laughs> Um, what else? COVID is a scam. Uh, COVID is sarin gas. COVID was released by the Chinese. It, all of it fits together. The The track is already in place. All you need to do is start the train. He's already, he's got his victim narrative like set. Like it's the land monster's fault. It's Nickelodeon's fault. At Christmas, they canceled my license at Christmas. Or at the end of the calendar year. <laughs> like, come on, buddy. No, Christmas is canceled. Christmas. Oh, the yeah. landlord canceled Christmas because they're SJW. <laughs> and then the landlord set that Christmas tree on fire for the Fox News. And then uh, the land monster, Nathan, wished the land monster a happy hol- or a Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays. And the land monster was so fucking enraged that uh, he canceled their policy immediately. That blue-haired motherfucker. <laughs> that blue-haired bitch. <laughs> I respect Nickelodeon's decision. See, anyone can take away anything from you. Your toys, your licensing agreement, but they can't take away one thing. They can't. Your work. I am. I think that's what called getting fired is. <laughs> Actually, I think they did take away your work. Yeah, I mean, you can't make money off of this work anymore. The licensing agreement is fine. It's done. Oh, well, okay, I'm hitting pause here. Oh, disgusting. I've never seen this before. He made like a fucking print ad for his Garfuccino. It says Garfuccino peppermint, which is already weird. Arabica 100%. Okay. No fertilizers. Ew. Why? <laughs> what? I know he means the coffee beans, but like once again, he can't fucking do anything right. He can't even phrase a poster correctly. Grown without fertilizer. What the fuck fertilizer is he? Grown without pesticides. Yes. And he should have written down. Or say it's organic. Yeah. Organically prepared. When you mention fertilizer and your coffee, you're making me think about putting shit in the coffee. And I shouldn't be thinking about that, Nathan. Yeah, no. What, what's his problem with fertilizers? Love me. Feed me. Don't leave me. New soundboard drop. Oh, yes. Goodbye. Stay browsed. I'm browsed as fuck. Well, okay. Well, do I have to stay browsed? This says part one. Is there a part two? Oh, yes, there is. Are you telling me I have to stay browsed for part two? Yes. You're going to suffer. It looks like I suffered. Oh, God. All right. Well, let me see if I can find part two. All right, I've pulled up another video. It's called Garfield Eats Farewell. What's next for Nathan Masry? Part two. Oh, there's a continuation. The adventure continues. Oh, boy. I really only wanted to do Garfield Eats with Jim Davis. Was that so hard to ask? But Jim sold Garfield to Nickelodeon Viacom CBS. It's yet again someone else's fault that my pizza tastes like shit and I'm crazy. (laughs) We clean our food. And we have the same vision. We uh, we had the same vision. Me paying him money, <laughs> him taking my money. And him being $100,000 more wealthy. <laughs> we were also inundated with franchise requests. Were you inundated with franchise requests? Because if you were, you would have franchised it at least one time. <laughs> We were inundated with franchise requests from some of 4chan's hottest trolls. I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, I would kill to see what was written on those applications. We even had an operations manual. Detailed. It was everything from fundamentals of service 
our friend's happiness center. It's a shame that this uh, manual doesn't have a recipe for pizza that doesn't taste like shit. It's such fucking bullshit that he did not buy our tickets to Canada after asking us. Yeah. Re positively review his food. What a yes. dummy. I know. Garfield orange suit. What a memorable moment. How can you forget that? I'm moving on. I'm moving on to pursue a clean label movement. Starting my nonprofit foundation, Clean Label. <laughs> I mean, Garfield Eats was a nonprofit if you really think about it. <laughs> oh As in, it God. produced no profit. <laughs> it is a movement to walk away from food made of chemicals or ingredients we can't pronounce. Maybe the problem, maybe the reason he called it Garf Peroni is that he couldn't pronounce pepperoni. Yeah, no, he literally couldn't pronounce it. That's what he's referring to. Nathan, fuck you. Get your ass back here. You get your ass back here. Sit the fuck down with a Garfuccino with orange juice in it, and you are going to fucking pick out another cartoon carrier to make shitty food around. I'm sick of this. Hey, hey. You can't just leave. Hey, hey. He has said nothing about Scooby Eats. As far as we know, Scooby Eats is fine. On his damn Zoom conference, he said Scooby Eats was going to come out with steaks. That makes sense. Scooby-Doo would love steak. But this damn Zoom conference, he was also talking about Garfield Eats and how great that was and how it was going to be more than Starbucks. And Nathan, I would like to invite you to my house and I will make you a pizza. I know, I know we've been a little bit harsh on you over the years, but if you come to my house, I will make you a pizza. That tastes good? It, it tastes good. Well, it might be the I, first I time you, that's ever happened around him. I will make you a coffee, and I will not pour orange juice in it. Is that even possible? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to stay browsed as hell. You know what's interesting is uh, while he himself has made no money, he's made an incredible amount of profit for other people. Yeah, he has. He launched somebody's YouTube career. Yeah. Like, that's how I first heard of Thought Slime was that video that he did on Garfield Eats. Now oh, Thought Slime is that girl? No, Strange Aeons is that girl, but she already had, like, a YouTube channel. Who's that Thought was Slime? Thought Slime is just this guy who talks about communism and how shitty capitalism is. But um, he was the first person that I saw make fun of this, and now he's got, like, half a million subscribers or something. Wow, he's really, really great at creating other people's businesses. Yeah, you did it, Nathan. You got you made that guy's life, and now he's engaged, I believe. You engaged? It was a happy ending. Wait, for everyone except Nathan Masri. Oh, you mean Dot Slime? Yeah. I thought you were saying I was like saying Nathan Masri's engaged, and I'm like to celibacy. Yeah, okay, no, he's All celibate, right. and I'm sorry, Thought Slime. I don't know your pronouns, so if they're they, them, I'm, I apologize. Okay, but, uh, what was <laughs> never going to listen to this anyway. Look, Garfield Eats may be dead again, but, you know, it is living on in one way in the NFT space. Fuck you. The other day, I'm on Twitter, and he's, like, selling the, the he calls it, like, the world's first Garfield Eats NFT, and it's like, I guess it technically is. Technically, yeah, it's a very <laughs> specific qualifier, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, um... And once again, he's proven that NFTs have yet to make art that doesn't look like shit. Yeah, I think that's a prerequisite for an NFT is it has to look like shit. Yeah, it's like, you know how much art there is? You know how many kids there are in art school making art? Like, you'd think that they could at least cover an NFT that looked fine. You know what I mean? Like, the kind of 
some NFT that you, I don't know, might see on the wall of like a small bed and breakfast in Massachusetts? A nice picture of a boat or something. Well, I bet a, b- a bunch of people did buy Olive Garden NFTs that were just p- photos of Olive Garden. They were not sold by Olive Garden. They did not represent ownership in any Olive Garden restaurant. Uh, and also, you don't get Olive Garden food. It's just <laughs> photos of Olive Gardens that were stolen off the internet, uh, presumably. Yeah, well, I mean, that's very similar to what Nathan's done. So Nathan just took a bunch of the photos that he's been using on social media for like years. Like that one dumb photo of him like grinning like the Cheshire cat wearing that stupid orange suit. Yeah. That was the first NFT he tried to sell. Hold on. Let me pull up this tweet. Yeah, I need to see how much he's selling these for. All right. On December 27th, he tweeted hashtag NFT hashtag first look. Nathan Masri. And oh, this is him tweeting this. Okay. Nathan Masri tweeted. Nathan Masri has warm, orangey, kinetic power energy called hashtag Garfield Eats with superpower ability to manipulate everything that stems from his mind. OpenSea.io. Yeah, it looks like you can buy this NFT for 0. 0.30 Ether. 0. 0.30? Yeah. Which is what, like a thousand dollars or something? Is, I think that is more than a thousand dollars. Oh, really? Hold on, let's check it out. Okay, excellent. Interesting. Okay, so in the description, it actually continues. If he dreams it, he manifests it with the help of his soul god called Malik Ul Mulk. Nathan Masri is tweeting this. Is he yeah. having a stroke? <laughs> I don't know. No, this is on the open sea thing. So guy called Malikul Milk. Malikul Milk? Malikul Milk? I don't know if that's a pun or something. Let's just move on. <laughs> Nathan possesses extreme telepathy powers. His mission is to clean up the world. Hashtag clean label. Garfield eats suit superpowers hydrokinesis, which is the ability to move water, which makes no sense. Nathan has that power? The suit does. Oh, okay. Telekinesis, pyrokinesis, geokinesis extreme telepathy extreme so this is not your standard baby telepathy do nfts usually come with stats and a power set because if they do i'm kind of more interested in them i looked it up it is uh, gonna run you eleven hundred dollars though okay eleven hundred dollars to own an original piece of art commemorating garfield deeds all right, that's fine. I can imagine like somebody going to a gallery spending $1,100. But what if I told you there was $1,100 to buy a photo of him that somebody put like a shitty iPhone app filter on? He's done it again. That filter looks like the, if you remember back in the day, you would get like a bunch of filters with your computer. Yes. You could put on, it looks like one of those. That looks like absolute shit he can't do anything right he can't even edit a photo correctly yeah okay this is kind of hard to explain listeners like it's not a filter like on instagram where it's like oh change the light around or it looks better it's like a one it's like a weird filter from like photoshop version one that turns your face into like a pastels like a painting yeah like like one of those art paintings that uses like oil-based pastel it it's weird it's like a relief painting it's it's bad is what we're trying to it's say but there, you know what thank you you actually made it a lot simpler like it looks really fucking ugly it, it looks real bad it looks like something you'd see on facebook it, circa 2009 yeah it's like it's super duper dated so 
Do you think that he sold Nathan Mazur X Garfield Eats number one? Uh, do you think he sold it for $1,000? I think he sold it for $3,000. Well, unfortunately, I'm taking a look at the price history here. It was originally listed at 0.3 uh, Ether. It was then reduced in price to $101. And now it's been reduced in price to $95.86. Oh, yeah. It's those last $7. That can't yet. <laughs> <laughs> so look, this thing is priced to move. At this point, how could you not buy the world's shittiest 90s art of Nathan Masry? At this point, I'm just, I heard somebody, uh, also big shout out to all of our listeners that sent me that Garfield Leeds is Dead video. I think I got it from, I counted uh, 13 different people. <laughs> uh, big shout out. One guy was like, uh, I this doesn't even seem real. Nathan doesn't seem like a real person. I'm just imagining one day he's going <laughs> to tweet, this was a social experiment. Thank you for participating. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right, so he announces that he's entering the NFT space. And what do you think the first thing that happens is? Um, someone screenshots it. Okay, definitely. I've screenshotted all of it. I have it all on my computer. Um, you'll never believe this, but did you know that NFTs are controversial? What? Yeah, on the internet, there are people... They don't like NFTs. They hate NFTs. What's there to hate? It's funny pictures of monkeys <laughs> looking bored. Uh, here are some of the reactions that Nathan have gotten. I, I've screenshotted some of these uh, comments. Rat Marsh says, it got worse. And <laughs> we didn't think it was possible, but every time he hits a new low, he just keeps on digging. <laughs> ZVLW95 says, this can't be happening. Loon Kitten writes, no. And then Loon Kitten again writes, I trusted you. And then Loon Kitten again writes, Garvey leads, why? Uh, people writing, not the NFTs, not this. This can't be happening. God damn it, no. NFTs are stupid shit and you look stupid for doing this. <laughs> Yeah, so people immediately got mad at him for hopping on the NFT bandwagon. How do you think he responded? Uh, I think he responded exceptionally well, like all us good business people do. They t he took the complaints of his followers, customers, whatever the fuck you want to call them, and took them to heart. Just kidding. I think he called someone stupid. Somewhere. <laughs> he does call people dumb. He definitely. But um, Nathan Masry attempts uh, to quell this burgeoning social media outrage with a King Solomon-style approach. Cutting that baby in half. <laughs> Everybody gets half a baby. Everybody's happy. He says, you guys, as a risk taker, let me show you that NFT art should be worth $1. I'll have the lowest prices NFTs to send a message that downloadable images are worth under $1. We shouldn't use up electricity to mint freaking JPEGs. I'm with you. Thumbs up. What do you think he's saying here? What? Okay, this is, uh, I, I'm pretty good at decoding Nathan's word salad at this point. It's like, what do they say? You have to spend 200 hours doing something. Well, I've definitely passed that mark eons ago. Uh, I think he's saying that he's go still going to sell NFTs, but they're going to be priced at $1. 
Right, which I don't... To make some kind of incoherent point about something. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't even know if it's if that's possible. Like, I don't know that $1 would cover the Ethereum gas fee. It definitely would not. How do you even calculate that when Ethereum's worth, like, $3,500? Right, exactly. Like, it costs, like, $28 to send any amount of Ethereum. Okay, so I'm on OpenSea here, and let me see if any of these are priced at $1. Uh, none of them are. Um, he has eight NFTs up here total four of them are just photos of him in the suit posing weird one of them is just a close-up of the big cow lasagna packaging this one's called the world's first garfield lasagna let me see what its stats are yeah what powers does that nft give you (laughs) it doesn't have any powers i know i'm even more confused this one just says that nathan masry has 250,000 Instagram fans. And it says, this is world's first Garfield lasagna called Garfield Eats Big Cow Carbon Neutral Pop Art to commemorate the physical restaurant closed due to COVID-19 and live forever in the metaverse to restore the fans' powerful memories. It's just a picture of, of the packaging. I remember that. You couldn't even, I mean, that's what you have to sell is the packaging because God, Lord knows nobody wants to see the food. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh wow, that's a really good point actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Nathan says, all right, I'm going to reduce the price of these NFTs to $1, which is like, okay, if you can. And he says, I'm with you. Okay, great. Then he immediately tweets, the first four are targeted to the NFT addicts trial, and the rest of the collection will be at $1, crying smiley face. I'll be the lowest price NFT in the world to send a message that downloadable images are worth nothing. We shouldn't use electricity to mint JPEGs. I'm with you again. I'm going to just say that twice. Um, So now what do you think he's saying? Uh, Now I think he's saying, hey, we should not use energy to mint JPEGs, except for these minted JPEGs, because I want money. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's great. So he's saying, look, I want $4,000. But after that, I want no more money. And I hate this. After that, we're going to clean up this town. I'm going to mint some <laughs> NFTs just of me giving the camera the finger, and then you could buy it for one penny. I will have the lowest price NFTs. It's going to be on the Polygon Network, damn it. We're not wasting Ethereum on this shit. The Polygon Network? Yeah, Matic. Matic? Buy oh. some today. I'll be goddamned. Then he writes, as a member of 1% for the planet, we shouldn't use up electricity to mint. Allow me, fans, to be the lowest price NFTs to send out a message of sustainability and that oh, that and that JPEGs belong in a desktop folder, not not an art gallery. Open C is open greed. I'm making a statement. Relax. It sounds like by using open seas to make money, he's making a statement that open seas is greedy and that NFT shouldn't exist. I mean, he's saying NFT should. I think the the statement that he's making is, "I want money without working." <laughs> I think the statement he's making is NFT shouldn't exist, but four thousand dollars should. I, Can I have four thousand dollars? I need a purple suit next. <laughs> um. Now that I am a free man from Nickelodeon, support me in this 1% for the planet campaign as pieces of crypto art, non-fungible tokens, NFTs are partially responsible for the millions of tons of planet heating CO2 emissions generated by cryptocurrency used to buy. So now he's gone full 
woke woke moment. It's <laughs> so weird. Um, my mission is to clean up. My crypto art will be carbon neutral. He he just thinks he could just say that, like just by saying that, by nature of saying it, it makes it so. I mean, it's great because you can't. I mean, that's kind of all you need is to say the right thing. Like you don't need to do the right thing. You just need to say the right thing on Twitter, and you're fine. Just get on the internet and say lies, kids. That's what we're learning. All right. So a day later, he uh, tweets again: "World's first Garfield eats restaurant pop art, carbon neutral." I miss you, Garfield Eats. Long live forever in the blockchain as a unique non-fungible token, ETH.3, to which somebody responds, 0.3 Ethereum is not $1. <laughs> to which Nathan replies, don't worry, I have a plan. Please be patient. <laughs> Downloadable images are worth under $1. We shouldn't use a electricity mint JPEG. I'm with you. Okay, he I'll just keeps plan. saying the same thing. This I is know. getting very frustrating I to know. listen to. I, I know. I'm so upset. Then he spends a couple of days just tweeting at various NFT accounts with a picture of his NFT. So he screenshot his own NFT. <laughs> <laughs> Distribute it. Yeah, yeah he, he, decreasing the value. Uh, he tweets at Sha. He tweets at an account called the Shiba Social Club NFT giveaway. He tweets at superlative apes sold out. And he just keeps tweeting his own NFTs. Then... Mark Ruffalo, who plays the Hulk in the Marvel movies, tweeted, thinking of Stan Lee and everything he's done for our extended Marvel family today. And Mark Ruffalo uh, tweets like a very nice looking picture of Stan Lee. And Nathan Mazur replies, NFT. <laughs> Just everything is NFT. You are NFT. I am NFT. <laughs> we are all NFT. Porg is NFT. Phone is NFT. <laughs> Stickers, NFTs. Listeners, I am proud to announce you will be getting NFTs in the mail <laughs> month. But only if you're at that $15 tier, patreon.com slash serious. All right. So to wrap up this story, just nine hours ago before this recording, Nathan Masary tweeted, remember Garfield Eats AI. Weird. Thank you for all the fans who had my back. The artist scammed me. Is cool AI painting, so we have lowered the price significantly to simply remember Garfield Eats Co. and made it affordable to own an NFT, be the only single owner of it on OpenSea, which I thought was Open Greed. It was Open Greed. It was Open. Hey, it was Open Greed two days ago. Today it's Open Sea. Ninety-eight dollars to one hundred and ten dollars. So, uh, user Asterios at Asterios replied, "How were you scammed?" Nathan replied four different times to user Stereos. I did not now better, and we truly thought the commissioned artist will paint some great pieces. A real fan of my Instagram dissected our artwork and ensured me it is AI painting, dot, dot, dot. It was true. She was busted today. Price dropped significantly. We learn, but excited for what's next. Uh, so user Steris replied, so you thought that somebody created all new paintings based on your photographs? Nathan has not responded yet. He's I'm not now any better. What did he think happened when he saw a bunch of his pictures with like obvious filters on them? What? Wait, what did he think was going to happen or what did he do when he saw them? Because we know what he did, tried to sell them immediately. Yeah, exactly. He took a look at these and he thought that somebody created like original paintings. These are clear. You took these photos, Nathan. You took them. You've seen 
these photos, Nathan. Like, this picture of your face doing the dumb grin has been your, like, Twitter avi for a year. If you are the person that scammed Nathan Masri, please, please, please send me an email. You can remain anonymous. Just tell me how much you paid for it. That's all I want to know. Me too. Can you imagine someone was like, Nathan, I'll create all new original NFTs for you for $10,000. You can sell each of them for $5,000 and you'll have $50,000 by the end of this. Also, I must be paid in Monero. (laughs) (laughs) The only form of currency I accept. I can only be paid in the Iranian real. It's so weird because it's like trying to figure out this guy's thought process is so difficult. Like he knows enough to know that NFTs are hot. But not enough to know that people hate NFTs too. So like he gets in the NFT space with these NFTs. Then when people are mad at him, and by the way, like eight people are mad at him. Like he doesn't really get that much engagement. What? But he has a quarter million Instagram followers. He should be averaging 5,000 likes at least on each photo. I mean, according to his OpenSea bio, he has over 10 million media mentions and six people complaining at him on Twitter. So the moment six people complain, he immediately says, no, 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 no. I lie. I hate NFTs too, but I am going to sell them for $1,000. And then he says he scammed like what this is so this is weird even for Nathan. Yeah, this is bizarre and it's very frustrating to try to figure out because he just says things. So it's like no no further thought process went into that. Nathan is a one step thinker. That's literally how he lives his life is by the seat of his pants. And this is quintessential Nathan behavior. Yeah, this is great. And then again, because like his whole thing is like, I am a victim. Nickelodeon victimized me. The land monster victimized me. Now his artist victimized him. And because he's been victimized, he will be slashing these prizes. These NFTs are ready to move. Oh, you heard it first here, listeners. Get on on them because they're going to be fast. They're going to be gone. Uh, Oh, it's like, all right, Nathan, if you know that the art is AI art and you know you've been scammed, then why are you trying to sell scam art that you know is a scam? Misery loves company, I guess. He's like, hey, 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 I got scammed by this artist. Would you like to buy some scam art? It's very reasonably priced. I got scammed by this artist, so I'm not going to take it down, but I am going to lower the price by $7. Should we buy one of these NFTs? Absolutely the fuck not. I will never forgive you if you do that. All right, what if I told you that I used our Patreon money to buy all of them? I'm going to divorce you immediately. We're not even married yet! I know, I'm getting a divorce. (laughs) Can you imagine that? We signed the marriage license. Then we immediately signed the divorce license. A reverse marriage. Un- divorced first. <laughs> well, hey, that's it for this week's episode of the Loudest Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Sriracha, you got any New Year's uh, predictions, resolutions, plans before we move on? Happy New Year, everybody. This is the top five ways I lost money in cryptocurrency this year in 2021. Number five, selling all my V-chain for a fraction of a penny. No! (laughs) It's more of an opportunity cost than anything. Number two, taking an absolute bath on the graph. (laughs) <laughs> I bought at, like, I think I did buy the top, like the fucking top of that. What did you even think the graph was? I don't know. I just saw it on biz. That's how I make all of my uh, investing decisions. I mean, it hasn't steered me wrong. 
quite yet. Well, except the five times you're about to mention. All right, what are the other three times it did steer you wrong? Uh, when I bought Bitcoin for my dad, that steered me wrong because now my dad is asking me what Bitcoin is. You bought Bitcoin for your dad? Yeah, that was his birthday present or his uh, Christmas present. That's awesome. Isn't that funny? That's really cool. Good for you. Uh, what other times did I lose money in cryptocurrency? Uh, I lost my family and I lost my retirement savings. Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year. Bye, Chainlink. Talk to you next time, kids. Bye.